Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Are you looking to wager on all the big games in sports? Well, man, do I have the best deal for you. How about going with my friends at Bet Online? This is one of the busiest times of year. College football, NFL, hockey is starting, NBA upcoming, baseball playoffs soon as well. Plus, hey, the Ryder Cup so you can lay some money down on Team USA as well. 50% off your welcome bonus today with Bet Online. Head on over to betonline.ag. That's betonline.ag. It's a 50% bonus up to $1,000 with our promo code BELIEVE. That's B L E A V. B L E A V. Bet Online. Betonline.ag is the website. Bet Online, where the game starts. Fall is simply football season, and fans across the country are hoping that preseason hype leads to postseason success. In the NFL, we'll see if early Super Bowl favorites like the Chiefs, Eagles, 49ers, and Bills can hold off up-and-comers. And college football fans are wondering if Georgia will make it a three-peat or if top-ranked challengers like Michigan or Florida State can take home the national championship trophy. The college football and NFL seasons are defined by big plays, injuries, and coaching decisions. As a football fan, I also want to hear about the behind-the-scenes and off-field stories that shape the season. The football interviews and topics you hear on the ML Sports Platter are shaped by lessons learned at St. Bonaventure University. The online Master of Arts in Sports Journalism at St. Bonnie equips reporters and hosts for digital storytelling across the sports world. Students learn how to tell compelling stories through digital and traditional platforms. They are also encouraged to envision the future of sports journalism with their capstone projects. This 100% online degree builds on decades of academic excellence, and I'm a proud Bonnie, and I can tell you that you can join me in a growing list of notable graduates, including the New York Post's Mike Vaccaro and ESPN's Raina Banks. In fact, you'll hear from an accomplished alum or industry expert during video masterclasses in each course. Contact an enrollment advisor at sbujournalism.com. That's sbujournalism.com today to learn more about the online Master of Sports Journalism. That's sbujournalism.com. What's going on, everybody? Paul Bissonnette here from the Spit and Chicklets podcast and now the TNT broadcast. I just want to give everybody a shout out and make sure you tune in to the ML Sports Platter. ML Sports Platter back with you all over the major platforms. Download, subscribe, rate, and review. Thanks to Brewerton Ace Hardware, Rosie's Corner, Bonnet Sales and Service, and Welch and Company Jewelers. Log on today to welchjewelers.com and you can shop the showcase for the best watches, necklaces, you name it, engagement rings and wedding rings as well. Welchjewelers.com. Welch and Company Jewelers is the official jewelry store of the ML Sports Platter. And a huge tip of the cap thank you as well to friends of the program, the Swan and Whitaker families, Daryl Abert and Bob Lindsley. Let's do it. We're going to preview the week in the NFL. And I swear to you, the days and the weeks go faster and faster and faster and faster. I'm recording this actually on Wednesday. So it's going to be right before the Thursday night game, um, which is kind of an interesting game. Um, again, you're going to hear this thing. Uh, if some of you are just kind of catching on to kind of how this thing works, um, you know, recording based on who I get for guests and, and what time allows and all the rest. Um, and I had Roland Lazenby, who authored the Magic Johnson bio. I had Kenny Albert with his new book on this week. So that was Monday, Tuesday. I did a little college football boom. And then I have two shows. Well, what are those two shows going to be? I always do a recap during the NFL season of the week that was, and I do a preview of the week to come. And so it kind of depends, okay, uh, did I get somebody on a Monday and a Wednesday? Uh, Do I record and have a Tuesday, Thursday? I always kind of have to wait for the Monday night game to get done anyway for the recap. 
but then sometimes I get a guest that's booked and it just kind of changes. So it's pretty close to a full preview and a full recap, if not if not a full on both sides. But once in a while, I will you know preview. Uh, before the game on Thursday night gets played. Um, but at, in essence, you can go follow my social media all the time. I'm doing videos and recaps and talking all the time. My football and Facebook and TikTok and YouTube and fa- you know you, you know where to get me. So, uh, you know, generally speaking, I pretty much cover all the games, uh, you know, A to Z at some point. If you miss one here, you get, you get you know, you get it in, in another spot. Uh, Titans at Steelers, very interesting game here. I mean, the Titans showed last week with Will Levis, maybe they found their franchise guy. I'm never going to say that you you have in a small sample size. Uh, The Titans riding high from the win last week. They beat a very average Falcon team. Now they go on the road. They go on a Thursday night. It's prime time. It's, I don't know what it is about the Steelers and that, you know, venue and prime time and Tomlin and uh, the TJ Watt factor and the defense and all these different things. But, um, you know, and I don't think Kenny Pickett is the guy. I really don't. I think he shows a lot of toughness. I think he hangs in there. I think his teammates love him. Uh, You know, he's obviously a product right from next door at Pittsburgh. I don't know as if he's anything more than a backup quarterback right now. He could change. Things could happen. He could go through a long career and do nothing and then have a renaissance like Ryan Tannehill for two or three years and then go back, you know, come back to earth a little bit. I don't know. It's still too early. My guess right now is that he's not an elite quarterback. He's not an elite franchise guy, but stranger things have happened. Um, But again, I see a slogging brutal blood fight in the backyard in this one, in in the alley. And I'm going to favor Pittsburgh. Home team, defense, TJ Watt, yeah, they're favored by two and a half at home. I'm going to take them by four, 17-13. That's what I think is going to happen in this game. Patriots home for the Commanders. I think New England wins this game. They're favored by three and a half. This is a two and six football team. If you're a Bills fan like me, you're pissed that they lost to that offensive line and Mac Jones and a lack of playmakers and a team that has struggled to tackle and a team that has missed Matthew Judon and Gonzalez on defense. You have got to be kidding me. That loss is going to bite the Bills like you wouldn't believe down the line. I don't know where it's going to bite them. I don't know if it's going to cost them the division, but it's going to happen. I'm telling you right now. The Patriots at home against the Commanders, I like the Patriots defense getting after it, and I like Bill Belichick against Sam Howell. It's that simple. Give me the Patriots at home in a very low-scoring game where they run the football and control the clock 16-10, to beating the Commanders. Probably the game of the week, right? Frankfurt Stadium in Germany. Dolphins, Chiefs, high-octane offenses, although the Chiefs haven't looked like that uh, so far this year. And again, remember how I pick games the entire week. Everybody talking about Miami again. It's Tua, it's Moster, it's Hill. You can't cover them. They went in and did uh, against the Patriots what the Bills couldn't do, right? All these different things that people are saying about the Kansas City Chiefs. Oh, maybe the dynasty is slowing down and Kelsey and Taylor Swift. And, uh, you know, is it a distraction now, even though Kelsey's had some huge games while he's dated Taylor Swift and Patrick Mahomes while he was sick, eh, he just doesn't have the offensive weapons. The offensive line doesn't look right. They're going to have to win with defense all of a sudden. Andy Reid, you know, can they pull it out again? They always do this, guys and gals. They always do it. I understand that. You know, people want to now yell, well, it's finally the Tyree Kill not being there. Folks, they won a Super Bowl last year without Tyree Kill. So, you know, is Eric Bieniemy not there now finally? No. Listen, they always do this. They're going to win the AFC West. Now, I don't know if they're going to win this particular game. This is a complete toss-up. I'm going to pick them just because of how the week went. That's how I'm picking games the rest of this year. And frankly, it might be how I pick them from now on. How you're talked about that week, I'm going the exact opposite in terms of especially the national narrative. Not necessarily beat guys because they're around their teams all the time. I listen to the athletic podcast. I read religiously. I read beat guys all the time like Perino and Talbot of the Bills. So I'm not talking about beat guys necessarily. I'm talking about the national 
national narrative that's the ESPN spewing and the CBS Sports spewing and, you know, Callan Cowherd and Rich Eisen and all these guys. And I like, you know, Hurd and I like Rich Eisen. Uh, I'm not lumping them into, you know, a spewing category because I really do like them. Dan Patrick, like all these guys, all these people, all these narratives, you know, all these pregame shows, Good Morning Football, all that kind of stuff. Whatever the national narrative is for a team overall, I'm going the other way. And so I'm taking the Chiefs in this game, 27-24 in Germany. Vikings at Falcons, very, very difficult game here to pick. Falcons are home, but they have Desmond Ritter. Vikings lose Kirk Cousins last year for the season to the Achilles. What are we doing right now? It's a flat-out toss-up game. They pick up Josh Dobbs. Is it enough? I think it is. Addison and company, the offense, I think the Vikings play a little chip on their shoulder, and I think they go into Atlanta and win this thing 21-20. to Cardinals at Browns. Cardinals are 1-7, and but boy, do they play hard. They're 0-4 on the road. Again, they've, they just run out of gas. They play really, really hard for the first half, three quarters, and then they just fall. I think it's going to be a little too hard to ask that offensive line to block Michael Miles Garrett and company, and it's going to be awfully hard to ask that secondary to guard Amari Cooper and stop Ford and, and a somewhat competent Browns offense if they get going. I think it's low scoring here. 20-16, to 16, Cleveland gets it done at home. And again, they are right there and hanging in the AFC wildcard picture despite despite, you know, last week and falling apart in the end against Seattle. Rams at Packers. God, the Packers are terrible. I think the Rams go in there and win just because I can't see the Packers being able to move the ball. I think that uh, the Rams will be able to do that. Uh, You've got some playmakers there. Matt Stafford starting to throw picks, though, which is a concern. Uh, The Rams are in the thick of it still in the NFC playoff picture, and I think they really need to go in and win this game to keep uh, in that picture. I think if they lose this game, I think we can start to kind of see them fade away a little bit. Sean McVay just had a baby. Uh, is that taking time away? I have no idea. I'm not inside the walls. I doubt it is, but I think they go in there and win. I think they put up points. Let's go 27 to 14. The Packers are starting to gear up for a top five pick in the NFL draft. It's that bad. Bears at Saints give the home team here for sure. The Saints uh, you know, went into Indy last week and had one of the big surprise wins. Not that they won, but by the amount. And uh, now they're back in the friendly confines of the Superdome. I'm going to take them big in this game, 38-27. to 27, uh, Excuse me, 38-17. The Saints are favored by 7.5. I'd bet the house on that one. Seahawks at Ravens. A tremendous game here, but the Seahawks going cross-country. You wonder how that works. To me, can the Ravens stop the run and prevent Geno Smith from rolling out play action and finding his people? The Ravens offense with Lamar right now. They are humming. They are dangerous. The defense is getting better each week. The line play better each week. They do not turn the ball over. I like Lamar here. I like him at home. The Ravens, by the way, they have eight games played. They're six and two. They're two and one at home, but wait for it. They have nine games left this season, and you know how hard they are to beat at home at M&T Bank in the Charm City. Listen to this statistic, ladies and gents. They have six of their final nine games at home. That is a big-time thing to watch as they position themselves for home field advantage throughout the AFC. They're battling the Jags. They're battling the Chiefs. They're battling the Bengals right now. The Ravens have six of nine at home. If they get home field, who in their right mind wants to go in to into Baltimore in the postseason? Nobody. Give me Baltimore at home. Justin Tucker, a couple of field goals in the fourth quarter, wins it. 23-20 over Seattle. Buccaneers at the Texans. Away we go with Tampa. They're still in the playoff picture as well, but they're going to go into a 
tough environment with Houston with C.J. Stroud and Pierce and Collins and those offensive weapons and the Buccaneers starting to fall a little bit. They could have easily beaten the Bills last week because Buffalo let them hang around, came down to a Hail Mary. I'm going Houston at home. I don't know. I like him in this spot, man. D'Amico Ryan's aggressive defense. Get Baker Mayfield to throw some picks. Let's go. 20-13. to Houston wins it. Colts at Panthers. Yawn. I feel bad for anybody who has to cover this game. Listen, the Panthers beat the Texans last week. They've got some momentum going. I think they keep it close, but I think Indy wins. Gardner Minshew with some throws uh, to a couple of his guys. Pittman being one. And hey, don't look now, but the Indianapolis Colts have got a little something going with Josh Downs, huh? I mean, I like this pick when they picked him from North Carolina. Uh, he's an ACC guy, third rounder in the draft. A nice little player, nice little complimentary player. He's a little shifty dude, tough to guard. Uh, you know, obviously got to be rostered in all the fantasy leagues. He's going to be, honestly, he's going to be taking a lot of balls in this game, I think. I think he's going to have a huge game. And I think Indianapolis goes in and wins this thing by a couple of scores. Let's go 34 to 20 against the Panthers. Uh, in the city of Charlotte, one of my favorite American cities, no doubt. Probably a top five city. I only do rankings based on places I've been. I've been to Charlotte many times, and I think Charlotte, for me, is one of my top five cities in America. Um, Got to go New York. Probably throw in, well, Buffalo's in there for sure. I might pick Buffalo as my favorite one. I really might, honestly. But, you know, in no particular order, and I'm not doing a city power rank, but, you know, without looking, without thinking, probably have to throw Buffalo, New York, you know, Chicago, Charlotte in there. For sure. Maybe Tampa, you know. All better than Syracuse, I'll tell you that. Giants are at the Raiders. I mean, talk about dysfunction. This is the dysfunction bowl. I mean, are Giant fans going to go on the road and wear paper bags? Are the Raiders fans going to wear paper bags at home? Total dysfunction. Two head coaches losing their minds right now. Josh McDaniels is clueless. I still think want to give maybe Brian Dave a little bit more time here. Is it about what superstar performs the best? Is it Saquon Barkley? Is it Devontae Adams? I have no idea. I'm just going to take the home team in the dysfunction bowl. Let's go Raiders 14-10 to in a game where both teams struggle to get the offense going. I'm going to preview the rest of the games, and there's a couple of big-time, big-time games to go. In fact, you know what? We have Seahawks and Ravens. We have the Chiefs and the Dolphins. Maybe the next two are the games of the week. I'll let you decide. Mike Lindsley with the Here It's the ML Sports Platter brought to you by Ken's Auto Detailing, Barks and Rec Doggy Daycare, and our terrific friends at Stumble and Monkey Brewing Company. Hey, if you're in and around the Rochester area, School Street and Victor, go sign up for their mug, mug club and try their IPAs, Red Ales, and more at Stumble and Monkey Brewing Company. Mike Lindsley back with you here. It's the ML Sports Platter all over the major platforms. Download, subscribe, rate, and review as we are brought to you by Courtney of Maple Down Senior Living Community, Trey Waluski of Under Armour Golf, and our great friends over at Chick-fil-A of Cicero and Clay. Make sure that you get your breakfast, lunch, and dinner catered at your business by Chick-fil-A of Cicero and Clay. Cowboys at Eagles. Maybe, just maybe, this is the game of the week. Again, I'll let you decide. I mean, I I, I would be fine with picking any of these games. Bills-Bengals, which I'm going to get to in a minute. Uh, Cowboys-Eagles. You know, Bills, Bengals, uh, Chiefs, Dolphins uh, across the pond, uh, Ravens, Seahawks. I, I mean, this week is spectacular in the NFL. Uh, Cowboys and Eagles, uh, you know, I got to go home team here. I got to go quarterback. I got to go coach. Uh, I got to go all the reasons why, <clears throat> you know, the Eagles are ahead of the Cowboys uh, as a franchise uh, right now. Uh, they have a better front office, better quarterback, better head coach, better offensive line, uh, better playmakers, uh, better players overall. Um, you know, as far as the defense goes, though, I think Dallas, in order to win this game, 
you know, on the road, hostile environment, division game and all the rest. I think you need to get a turnover to on a short field and try to convert that um, to give yourself an opportunity. A.J. Brown is out of his mind right now. He's absolutely uncoverable. And I'm looking forward to seeing the disguises and, and the, you know, the certain, um, you know, schemes that are brought to the table to try to cover this guy. Um, and then on the flip side, of course, you know, you look at the Dallas Cowboys right now, they're getting a ton of production. I mean, a ton of production um, out of their, you know, number one wide receiver as well uh, in terms of uh, C.D. Lamb. And so I'm wondering, you know, how an Eagles secondary that's actually kind of, and I know that you have Bradbury, <coughs> excuse me, I know you have DeAndre Swift, or you have um, uh, Big Play Slay, but I wonder, you know, how they're going to attack. I mean, they, they've been giving up chunk yardage after chunk yardage. I actually think this is going to be a very high-scoring game. I'm going to go 38-34 Eagles win. Um, you know, and, and if CeeDee Lamb, you know, if you put a couple of guys on him, does that free up a Gallup? Does it free up a Ferguson, you know, who's been actually pretty good? So uh, Dak Prescott, again, this game's going to come down to turnovers as it always does in rivalry games, turnovers, field position, game management, red zone offense and defense, those kind of things. Uh, some ground game, you know, the weather's turning cold in the upper Northeast, which team can run the ball better. I'm going to go with DeAndre Swift. I'm going to go with a better offensive line. I'm going to go with a better, more physical player in A.J. Brown as far as receivers. I'm going to go with a better quarterback. <clears throat> I'm going to go with a better, you know, you know, overall team and coaching. And uh, so give me the Eagles in that high scoring game. Uh, I think it'll start slow. And then I think the offense will start pouring it on those secondaries in this game. 38-34, Eagles win it. They're favored by three in this game. Bills at Bengals, huge game. Just a huge, huge, huge game for the Buffalo Bills and the Cincinnati Bengals. The Bills are 5-3. and three. The Bengals are 4-3. and three. But the Bills have been walking the tightrope, as we know. I mean, they've looked they looked a little bit better last week. They got the offense going, the rhythm, and, and, and everything else. Uh, they did let Tampa hang around, of course, but they've lost to the Pats. They should have lost to the Giants. This team is by no means out of the woods. Um... But if they go into Cincinnati and win, all bets are off again, right? And here we go, right? They're going to be six and three. They're going to be, you know, charging up at the top. What happens if Miami loses to Kansas City and the Bills win this game? It's very simple. The Bills are back in first place in the AFC East. That's how things change so quickly week to week in this league. Uh, I'm going to go with the Bills in this game. Uh, am I picking with my heart more than my wallet? Maybe. But they've had a ton of time off. Remember, they played Thursday night. McDermott's pretty good in these spots. Uh, again, everybody's still doubting him. Everybody thinks Josh Allen now is not Joe Burrow again because of last week and Burrow and the Bengals and going in and beating the Niners and you know the way they looked and they're back and you've got Hendrickson and Hubbard. Um, the Bills, the key to this game for me is, you know again, keeping the tempo and the rhythm going quickly on offense right from the get-go like last week and the offensive line playing extremely well. And like the Dallas Cowboys, right? Like the Dallas Cowboys going on the road against the Eagles. I think the Bills need a turnover on a short field. I think that definitely helps you. Uh, I don't think there's any question about it. That short field, uh, getting, you know, an easy uh, 50 yards to go in, in, um, you know, you need to play smart on the road. The Bills are going to need, somebody on defense has to step up. Um, You know, we know about the Bengals and and their offense, right? They can run it. They can throw it, burrow out of the pocket. Um, He's got weapons galore. Uh, Jamar Chase went off last week. He's back to being the A number one for them. Boyd and Higgins and all these guys and throwing it to Mixon out of the backfield. Their offensive line has improved week to week to week. The Bills need to find, a, I mean, a defensive player has got to make a huge play in this game. You know, without Daquan Jones, Matt Milano, Trey White, they just picked up Rasul Douglas. Maybe it's him from the Packers. Um, 
they need Von Miller in a game like this. They need a Greg Russo to, to step up and make a play, right? I mean, they need a Micah Hyde to have a huge pick. I mean, they a Jordan Poyer. Somebody's got to make a huge play in this game defensively, maybe two plays to, to keep them in this football game. You know, it's Allen to Diggs, it's Burrow to Chase, it's star power across the board. These teams met in the playoffs last year. The Bills laid the egg. The Cincinnati Bengals pounded them. Lou Anaremo is going to have an unbelievable defensive game plan. Um, you know, Zach Taylor is going to have a great offensive game plan. The coaching's usually better. A lot favors the Bengals in this game. But because of the time off and just because I'm picking with my heart over my wallet, I'm going to pick the Bills in a close one. In a close one. Uh uh, how many points are scored here? Eh, weather, 43, low. I mean, maybe rain, rain a little bit of wind. Uh, well, a little bit of wind, a little bit of rain. I don't know what's going to happen. Uh, let's go 27-23 Buffalo. Chargers at Jets. I'm going to take the Jets at home. Why? Cross-country flight for the Chargers, and Brandon Staley sucks as a head coach. Jets win an absolute brawl out back at MetLife, the worst stadium known to mankind, 16-13. The Jets get it done. Broncos, Lions, 49ers, and Jaguars are all off this week. Thanks for listening. ML Sports Platter here. It's all brought to you by our terrific friends at the Allen Angus Pub. Man, before and after all the big events, head on over to the Allen Angus Pub for the best darn Angus burger in town. Before and after crunch hockey, Q's football, you know, concerts and entertainment, it's all there at the Allen Angus Pub, a proud ML Sports Platter sponsor. And a tip of the cap, thank you as well to Brian Conboy, Mass Mutual New York State, the Vince Guerra Consulting Group, St. Bonaventure University online master's programs, Jam and Beats, CH Insurance, and Burton Ace Hardware, the helpful place. Make sure you stop in for all of the fall decor. They've got all of your winter gear as well and all your steel products for the winter season as well out there at Burton Ace Hardware, Route 11 in Burton, in front of the Burton Bridge, a proud ML Sports Platter sponsor. Hey, as I always tell you, enjoy the games. This is John Serino at CH Insurance. Over the years, the Orange have set a great example of teamwork. It's what we strive for every day with our talented team, clients, and partners. Follow us on social media. Go SU, we're in your corner. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.